Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ah, forbidden love. Romeo and Juliet. Two star-crossed lovers. Shrek and Fiona. Okay, that's where I go. That's where you go. (laughs) That's where you go. That's that's honestly where you go when you think of forbidden love. You don't think of like the most infamous (laughs) love story. Tale as old as fucking time. Listen, no, Fiona wants to be with Shrek, but she can't because she turns into an ogre. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm the one who always goes back to her ex. And I'm Emily, the one who always goes back to Tinder. And welcome Welcome to to our our podcast. podcast. (laughs) It is the final countdown. It is the last couple of days. Literally, oh my God, it's Friday right now that we're recording this. A week from today, Mm -hmm. we are going to go into production for my film. How are you feeling? (laughs) i'm so excited for you i almost passed out today just because like i've been so stressed like i was feeling really lightheaded um and i have just been like it's down to the wire where now i'm getting like 10 texts i'm getting like text messages from 10 different people like every single day now like asking a variety of questions and i've realized like to the point where when we go to shoot like i'm just going to sit in my car for like a good 15 minutes just focusing on my breathing just trying to calm myself down because I know the second I get out of my car, I'm going to be hit with a thousand questions and I'm just going to be like, okay, so what can we not do today? Like, yeah. that, what can we not do? Some, there's already something that's going to go wrong. What's, what's up? What are we not going to be able to do? Like, what shot are we not going to get? What, what's going on? Everybody says directing's fun. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> well, your teaser was fabulous. Yes, that did just come out. So hopefully by, yeah, by the time you guys hear this episode, it'll be out and everything, which... It went really well. That's just like a really like a concept kind of thing that I wanted to be able to shoot for people to see what we had in mind. That way, if you were hesitant to donate in prior, because a lot of people were like, I understand like you're not, a lot of people aren't visually like inclined, like in their mind to kind of picture what I had going for it. So I wanted to be able to, people to, to be able to see the story I was trying to tell, the tone and everything like that. So There'll be a link in the show notes for you guys to go check it out and everything, but it was really fun shooting that. I think it turned out really well, and it was a great, like, practice for me to have, like, before going into, like, directing, like, the whole production and everything. Yeah, definitely. I loved it. I was so excited. Yeah. Like, I tried, <laughs> I tried to share it the first time on TikTok, and I, like, totally screwed up. So then I was, like, I had, like, sent it to people, and they were, like, I can't see it. And I was, like, oh, I took it down. I took it down. I'm going to try again. Just hold on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to do, like, some cool edits, like, last minute that I think would be really cool to help promote it, like, on TikTok and everything, because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get this thing to go viral on TikTok. So if you're annoyed by the amount of times that I'm sharing this film, um, I am so sorry, but <laughs> get over it. Uh, we did reach our $3,000 goal, uh, but we are still, like, asking, like, for a little bit more just so, like, I can feed people, Um enough food is important you don't want your staff staff what i mean they basically are like honestly my crew crew yeah (laughs) you don't want your crew to be hangry yeah there's been like just a lot of issues like like going up into the production that i never really expected and everything like that so it's definitely like a trial and error kind of thing where i'm learning like as we go along because i've never directed anything to this size before i've directed like theater and like hannah's music videos and everything but i've never directed anything else to this like level like this extent um that's worth three thousand (laughs) dollars so it's been interesting um there's still drama surrounding this film every day um as you guys know with the, the film being about the doctor and everything um there's still stuff surrounding that that i'm having to deal with that 
I'm not trying to talk about because I don't want to put it out there into the universe. But like at the same time, like I didn't realize my film was going to cause so much controversy. Just like within like not even my they're not even my friend group. Like the people who have controversy like with my film, I like have never spoken to like ever. Um, so um, I'm glad to know this film's already newsworthy, like buzzworthy. Literally, any it. any uh, any buzz. Any news is good news. Any news is good news. Yeah. Yeah. Like, God, it's just exhausting. So we're just taking it day by day. Um, it's not that I just want to get it over with. It's just the like, anticipation, the anticipation, yeah. not knowing what's going to come next. And then just, I just wish people would leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I just didn't expect people to be so either like, it's been two opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Like I've had, I had one listener of the podcast came up to me the other day, um, out in public and she recognized me and she was like, one, I love your podcast. I was like, Oh my God, thank you. And she's like, I'm so excited for your film. And like that little moment, like meant so much to me, honestly, like I was really touched by that. And that was like, I was like, this is the reason I'm making this film and everything like that. Um, so I guess like my advice, like if you're wanting to like go out and create your own stuff, like there's going to always be people who are in opposition of whatever you're trying to create. There's always going to be people, even if you're not right, fucking writing a film, writing an album, whatever it may be about like an ex or whatever. I don't care. Like there's always going to be someone who doesn't want you to do what you're doing because they're either feel inferior to you or they're jealous or they just are downright like just hateful and a bitch <laughs> like point blank. There's always going to be somebody who like it's going to try and stand in your way and keep you from like pursuing your dreams and it's just you have to not give back into that drama and give back into that hate because it could have been so easy for me to reply to these people's tweets and been like um no heart emoji like been like i literally like my film it doesn't affect you in any way possible but it's just you know not giving into that and just you know sending those people love and light like ariana grande says exactly I've been breathing a lot lately and just trying to control my breath because when all this stuff started happening, it was like on Monday. Yeah. So like when the podcast came out, like the episode came out and everything, I was just trying. I was like, the Lord is testing me today. And I just felt fire coursing through my veins. Like I, I had never been that angry in so long and I forgot what it was like. And you saw my true like fire sign come out and everything. Yeah, we were really feeling the Leo. <laughs> we were feeling the Leo this week and uh, it's fine, you know, got to embrace it sometimes. It's fine. I surround myself with other fire signs and they get me. Like you, I went over to another friend's house that night and he like calmed me down and like just let me vent to him. So that was really nice. For fire signs, don't keep me grounded. <laughs> we got a little earth in us somewhere, I guess. I don't really know. <laughs> But yeah, I am, I am really excited for this film to get underway and for you guys to, I mean, it won't, you guys won't see it anytime soon. Right. But still to know it's happening is really yeah. exciting. So yeah, hopefully I can get some behind the scenes stuff for you guys on Instagram story. Yeah, though. So that'd be awesome. Stay tuned for that. I would love to be able to do that. If not, if I can't do it, I will have someone, I'm going to have my own PA like near me, like with my phone, like just get me some snapshots, like behind the scenes stuff for me, please. And thank you. Yeah. So I hope you guys can see that. I'm really excited for you guys to see that. What's been going on with you this past week? I've been trying to sing Driver's Life. Well, I'll just go ahead and tell you my captivation because obviously it's Driver's License by uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Haven't listened to it. I'm, Emily I, refuses. I've heard, I've heard clips like on TikTok and everything, but I'm like, I'm just not in the emotional state right now where I feel like I could listen to this song and not die basically. I, I feel that. Uh, so I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to listen to this when I am healthy. It's like how long I took, remember how long it took me to listen to Folklore? Yep. <laughs> like it took me Like a whole month. season. A whole season. <laughs> it took me a month. I was like, I'm not just emotionally ready for this yet. And then I listened to it, I was like, oh my God. Um, so I'll listen to it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> listen to it on Valentine's Day while you're drinking your bubbly in your bathtub. But seriously. I'll be on a date like with somebody. He's going to be like, why are you crying? I'm like, I'm just listening to driver's license he's like it came out a month ago i'm like i know it has just taken over my for you page there have been some hilarious renditions my favorite so far was that group of girls with the blankets over their head and they they were trying to sing it in operatic voices and it was just so funny i just need to know the drama that went on with sabrina carpenter and this whole (laughs) 
literally, I had a comment on somebody's post go like somewhat viral. There was a couple thousand like likes on it. And I was like, I don't even know these people, but I am so invested that I spent 30 minutes of my whole entire life learning the song to cover. Like it is so good. It's such a good song. I posted like three TikToks singing it. Like it's just so good. The melody line is so beautiful, but the bridge, the bridge, I'm just like, yes, I'm just like, I'm like, chorus. I, I just saw that it was called driver's license. I'm like, okay, cool. Like my sweet 16. <laughs> That's what I first thought it was about. I, I don't even like when you, after you get past the first verse where she's like, I got my driver's license last week. Haha. And she's like, I don't know, like 17. After you get past the first verse, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so moving. Like I'm here in this like two year long relationship, like screaming at the top of my lungs, like red lights, stop signs. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not even sad. But I like, drive I past the things. doctor's house every Monday when I go to Pure Bar, and not once have I cried driving past its street. I don't know what it is about that song. It's just so good. It's so good. I cannot believe she broke Ariana's record, and she has she has so many millions. Who is this girl? Like I have never heard of Olivia Rodrigo. She, prior, I did prior some digging, but she's on the High School Musical show. Oh, was she the girl that did the? All I want. I have is, no idea. Think, is she that girl? I think I she's that no girl. Idea. Who did that. All I want is unlove that last. Probably that was another viral TikTok song. Wait. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Damn. Uh huh. So how does she know Sabrina Carpenter and everything? I had. I, I don't I know. Need the Apparently, tea. this Josh kid is dating Sabrina. Fuck Josh. Is it is a fucking J name? Fuck Josh. I know. That's. I saw a TikTok and I wanted to send it to you, but you said you weren't listening to the song, so I didn't. Now I'm like, fuck it. I'm still sending them to you. Like it is what it is. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo. I could have told you that he was a bad news for you. His name is fucking Josh. Like it's like Joshua Bassett or something. Ew. Ew, no. Yeah, nobody on TikTok likes him right now. Didn't it? Oh, I guess I heard he is coming out with his own song. It's like a reply. Homeboy, if you were smart at all, you would not do that. You would not. <laughs> you would not. You would not. But what about you? What is your... My captivation? Mm-hmm. This week it has been, okay, gr- your girl got curtain bangs like, for a while now. And I have been trying... Like, I know how to style them and everything. But I've now been seeing everybody like on Instagram and TikTok doing Velcro rollers. You know, the thick, big ones that are the size of like a soda can yeah. rollers and everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I got some. I have no idea how you use them. But I am determined now to get like the effortless below dry look because my coworker has them and they look up amazing and i just want to have i also like think it'd be really cute for like a photo shoot too like Loki, yeah. i think it'd be really cool looking yeah but yeah i'm determined to learn how to use these because i think one it would save me so much time from having to do my hair because i don't know how to get like a cool blowout without a blowout <laughs> yeah like i have the revlon like hair dryer that's like a brush kind oh of God, thing that thing makes my hair so frizzy See, it, it looks so great with my hair but i can never get like that little curl at, Dip the, at the bottom end. that little bump i don't know how to fucking call i don't i'm not a hair i don't know what it is you know yeah. it's like it makes a little whoop at the bottom yeah, the little yeah. whoop because <laughs> this is a visual medium you guys know exactly what i'm talking about right yeah uh, um so it's another tiktok purchase uh basically tiktok has just taken over my amazon account and i just literally if you just tell me to buy something on tiktok i will buy it like at this point like this is how it is i'm so all the influencers have heavily influenced me mm-hmm. mission accomplished heavily influenced yes absolutely yes. so we're gonna keep this uh intro short but because we have a hefty little episode for you guys today we are talking about forbidden love and off-limit relationships which is something i thought we had like talked about prior on this episode, i know like, on this show but we, we never really have and it's shocking how much i feel like people kind of get wrapped up into these little things and we kind of like have teased it a little bit like on social media like forbidden love like dating your coworkers, things like that so we're going to talk about that later on in today's episode but i first want to do a couple little housekeeping things make sure you guys are following us on instagram our instagram for the podcast is at the gals guide pod if you follow our stories and everything you'll be able to take place and polls and little um questionnaires that we're going to do for future episodes so make sure you guys are following us on there um my personal one is also at emily elise that is a-l-e-e-c-e and my personal instagram is at hannah nicole adams we will also leave links to all those in the show notes we also have a secret 
Facebook group that you guys should definitely be a part of. We're doing a little bit more behind the scenes exclusive stuff like that. Like I'm going to be posting a little bit stuff like for like my film, I think on there just for those gals kind of take a look at. And then like, we've also been like having some discussions on merch and everything over there. Mm -hmm. So make sure you guys head over there, join our little free Facebook group. Um, We'd love to have you guys. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us. Give us five stars. Text us to your friends. Send an email to your coworkers. Yeah. Like just like let them, let them know about us. Have this all on the background of your zoom call. It's fine. It's going to be great. So, ah, forbidden love. Romeo and Juliet, two star-crossed lovers. Shrek it's and Fiona. Okay. That's we're where I go. To, that's where you go. <laughs> that's where you go. That's that's honestly where you go when you think of forbidden love. You don't think of like the most infamous <laughs> love story. Tale as old as fucking time. Listen, no. Fiona wants to be with Shrek, but she can't because she turns into an ogre. <laughs> I question this friendship on a daily basis, honestly. <laughs> I went to visit my sister one time in Charlotte, and I, like, stayed the night, and we were like, what should we watch? Should we watch Shrek? <laughs> and then honestly, it, I'm not going to lie. I was, I was at, a, I was at a, um, a friend's house the other night, and we were trying to decide what movie to watch, and he almost put on Shrek. <laughs> it's a classic, literally. So, anyways, but, back to Romeo and Juliet. Yes, forbidden love. You know, <laughs> the real forbidden love. It's always hyped up in movies. I think. It, I mean, like it's in everything. I always also think of the that Kate Hudson movie. Fuck if I know who the rest of the cast is. I really don't know. It's I know just John Kate Krasinski. Hudson. It's it. It's Kate Hudson. I think I know John Krasinski's in it, but like. Oh, something borrowed. That's what it is. Yes. Oh, that is such a good movie. Where like her maid of honor is like in love with the, and like the um groom are like in love with each other. Yeah. 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 That's that's what I always think of as well too. But anyways, <laughs> um it's it's a it's a trope that I feel like is played up a lot in film and TV and like it's Almost like got like this aura to it where it's like ooh, spicy like drama. It's like, like I want to like win the competition yeah kind of thing but it shouldn't you shouldn't really have competitions with your friends like this that's like super toxic low-key but (laughs) it's you're not wrong always hyped up to be this amazing thing but i don't think a lot of people ever really show like the consequences of like forbidden love and like when i say forbidden love i mean dating like breaking we're breaking girl code here because i feel like guys do this all the time and it's not that big of a deal but like dating your friend's ex dating your friend's sibling dating uh a friend of your parents oh yeah we getting there <laughs> um, yikes dating your ex's friend like no matter dating how your sibling's ex oh it could literally there could be there's a lot i've never really dating sat down your and, ex mm, well mm, <laughs> i broke my own forbidden love code <laughs> I think but there's like, like, but I never sat down and thought about like all the different like things that stem off from like dating an off limits person, I guess. Yeah, it can be like super toxic, but I think there's also ways that you can probably manage to do it and it not go awry in yeah, a way. Yeah. Have we ever really had, uh, well, we kind of had had. <laughs> like sort of but i like forgot to tell you (laughs) that piece of information so So therefore it wasn't like that big of a deal technically you didn't know and i obviously didn't care enough Enough to here's the thing here's the thing the specific situation we're talking about we've talked about on the podcast podcast i think we talked about like literally in the second episode which was like thou shalt not break yeah so like i dated a guy like very briefly in high school and then you dated him in college. college here's here's like, my briefly, thing like i didn't date like we talked yeah here's my thing about it if it was something so minute like in high school or you dated this person when you were like 12 for like or a you week, didn't know that or your you friend dated this person well, yeah that too but like i almost feel like if if someone that you were friends with like casually had a thing with somebody who was no of no importance like they'd be like yeah. oh wait, oh like oh yeah i forgot about him i think maybe that would be a situation where it wouldn't necessarily like go in a bad way do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. but if it, it was like, like if it was like my ex that i just broke up with for five years and emily was like hey i'm gonna go out with him i'd be like huh? yeah. you are gonna do what <laughs> yeah it would be like 
like I would be I wouldn't care if someone dated London boy, if someone dated um if I if like you dated like London boy or like if a friend dated like the musician. I might um, be like any of those dang guys. it, like why didn't they like me? But like I honestly wouldn't give a shit. I'd be like have fun. <laughs> like honestly which have is, fun. Yeah, which is why I didn't say anything about the the guy that we both like casually yeah. talked to slash dated because I was like, I literally don't care. Yeah. He's but a if, nice like, dude, like why not go for it? Like if he's yeah. into you, go for it. Like it doesn't bother me. But it, like if it was somebody like, I had, like if I had a, someone dated the doctor or the actor, like if one of my friends did that, I'd be like, hmm, 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 hmm. One, why the fuck would you date the doctor? Like after everything I've told you, first of all, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's that's the thing for me um, is like how they treated my friend. Or, like, what happened during their relationship. Like, if that's not enough to, like, be a red flag for you to even... But not even that. Just, like, in my opinion, it's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Because it's, like... And also, like, I don't want your seconds. And that sounds, like... That sounds really bad. Like, that sounds, like, kind of shallow of me. But, like, there's just a... You know what I mean? Like, we're not into the same people. I don't want you to think of um, her when you're with me kind of thing. Like, that's what I would be afraid of is that you're going to constantly be comparing. He's going to constantly be comparing, like, me and them and everything. But it's also, like, at the same time, like, if... Even though, like, things between, like, me and the actor, for example, didn't work out and, like, we're still friends and everything, that doesn't... I would still be offended, like, if, if, like, a close friend of mine went and dated the actor because it's, like... I don't care how good of friends we are. That that one that was way too soon. You had to give me like give me some time. Like I, even though like I've moved on, like to still like respect. But also like that's just fucking weird because especially if you know a lot of intimate details. Like you're close enough to know intimate details of our relationship. And like even though everything was great and it wasn't bad and he didn't treat me shitty, I'd be like, um, excuse you. It's that's just awkward to me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, I I had. I don't even want to call it the same situation because it's not because I wasn't dating the person. But I had a situation where me and my best friend were both interested in the same person. I didn't know about her interest. Um, <laughs> she failed to disclose that you know, information. She failed to disclose that they were dating for you know several months. It's fine. Actually, I think it was just one month. Here I am being exaggerating. <laughs> um, it caused us to no longer be friends because we couldn't yeah, get it past it. Riff. Regardless yeah. of if I just thought he was cute like it it was more than that for me um and I had like confessed my love to him and so it was just really and just Awkward. an uncomfortable situation but really for me it was the like lying piece um, and then you had to see him around your apartment all and the then time. we lived together yeah we lived together and like now we're fine I know I've said that like on the podcast like we're fine now yeah. we, we're not really friends we don't really ch- chat but like we follow each other on Instagram still and like each other's posts like we're, that's the kind of like where we're at we're just like acquaintances at this point Mm -hmm. um but it was the lying for me that did it because if she had just been straight up with me yes i would have been hurt i'm not gonna sit here and deny the fact that i wouldn't have been i would have been upset and hurt but i could have moved past it yeah Um, it was the fact that she lied to me and failed to like tell me and let me in on the situation so i could stop acting like a dumbass who was still flirting with him yeah right and finding out on social media that was what That's it was for me. That's the dagger. That's mm-hmm. the dagger right there. I was like, if you don't respect me enough as your friend to sit me down and tell me this in person, then... And I'm um, not playing devil's advocate here because I fucking hate when people play devil's advocate. It's just a reason for you to be an asshole. Like, even if she thought, oh, well, you know, they didn't date. She just had a crush on him. So I don't need to ask for her blessing. Still, like, a heads up is, like, great. Like, I, I know you kind of, like, have a thing for him and everything like that. But, like... We have a thing for each other. Like, we really want to see where this goes. I would have like, very much... I, I would have been receptive been salty, to it. salty, but, like, you would have been fine. Like, you But would I would have like, been able to move past it. At that point, I was dating my ex. Like, I, I wasn't... I wasn't even interested in him anymore. Like, we mm-hmm. literally... Like, I started dating my ex when they started dating and I had no idea. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, if she would have just told me, like, and I guess that's something you could take away. Like, if you are going to like, kind of engage in a forbidden love, like being honest with the person that it involves might be a good place to start. If like the person... Like your if it's like your friend's ex, like they dated, yeah, your bitch ass better sit them down and like get their blessing or something. Like before, especially before you even consider a date, like before you even go on a date, like if they hit you up and like you're talking like, oh fuck, this is gonna go somewhere. Before this even goes any farther, hey, um, 
so remember uh trey that you dated uh yeah i don't know why the fuck i chose the name it's trey. okay it's like the douchiest okay. ass name ever <laughs> sorry trey. i was in love with a trey but he was my camp counselor so that was inappropriate that was a forbidden love mm, that was mm. a very forbidden love <laughs> like we're friends on facebook now though and like i'm like oh your kid's so cute i almost I dated my co-worker kid. i think he's a I wife i almost dated my co-worker in high school that was named trey wow yeah wow we lo- i love a trays. good trey anyway <laughs> a lunch tray <laughs> i feel like that happened every single year i went to camp though I, like i was in love with a new counselor and they were okay. like significantly older than me okay so right. obviously i have an issue <laughs> we need to figure out what your venus sign is yikes <laughs> yeah so like i think it's just best like you just like hey me and trey we kind of hit it off um he we, he's like messaged me and even like here's the thing here is the thing this is how loyal of a friend i am this is the true leo also um hannah never has to worry about this because we do not have the same taste in men whatsoever. i was gonna say i don't really have the same taste in men in any of my friends that i've i yeah. have other than that one one uh instance but yeah um some of my uh some of my former friends kind of had the same um interest like in guys like they same type and everything like that but um yeah no i don't really share that um most people don't want to put up with the narcissist that i date <laughs> but yeah no <laughs> sorry but no you don't want to you don't want to date an emotionally available man what no that's like my worst nightmare <laughs> it's like i need i am a secure person i need security okay i understand trust me i get it <laughs> but um no, like, I, the minute, like, that person hit me up, if it was my friend's ex, the minute they hit me up, I would, like, low-key notify my friend, that, hey, your ex just messaged me. And, like, just to get a read on their reaction. Like, if they're, like, what the fuck, like, pissed off about it, you you know, therefore, you probably shouldn't go about it. And if they're, like, oh, okay, weird, or whatever it may be, like, it's so completely different. I'm not completely... In- innocent here i had a thing for my friend's twin brother and high school um i am not completely innocent let's move on from that situation because i tend i like to forget that happened yes. um and i that crush was momentarily regardless don't date your friend's siblings it's just a bad idea um because i lost a friend and it was upsetting that i lost a friend that way but um and i we never had that discussion <laughs> in person yeah yeah <laughs> she found out from other people and i was like uh well we're in college now let's just move on just <laughs> like, forget about fine. it it happened in high- we were literally anything anyways. that happened in high school like didn't really happen that's yeah. that's kind of how i live my life which is totally not true but you know yeah but like, i never see that girl anyway i never was i never really saw her like when we got into college and everything like that i saw her like a couple times really but not enough because we just were growing two separate ways it is funny when i run into him though <laughs> hey what up i've run into him multiple times and it's always like hey he's still super friendly and nice and he never thought that it'd be a big deal if she found out and apparently he was wrong like most men anyways (laughs) it hits a little bit different for women i feel like it does because i think we're very 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 loyal respectable creatures i went about it with the aspect of i don't really want to know who my if I had a sibling, I wouldn't want to know who my sibling is into or anything about care anything about their dating and love life. And that whole like sibling dynamic is definitely romanticized in films. Like Bring It On, for example, that's like the first thing I always think of um, when like you're into like your best friend's like brother or whatever. But yeah, I mean it, it, it's taboo, and for some people, I know there's a lot of other films that have that dynamic going on in it. My thing is if you if your sibling's hot <laughs> and your friends are hot, they're, and you're around each other all the time, something is gonna arise, especially when you're like younger and everything. But yeah. I, if I had a sibling, I would love it probably if my friend dated my sibling. Because as long then, as they treat them good. I mean, yes. I'm a, All my friends are nice people. I'm going with that this instinct that my friends this are great fair. people. This is fair. Um, like if, you, if I had a brother and you dated my brother, I'd be like, fuck yeah, she's a part of the family now. Like, yeah. <laughs> like actual familial status. <laughs> right? Like that's how I would treat it. But I also know that as an only child, I'm not the same. How would you feel like if like – 
One, if you had a guy uh, friend that dated your little sister, it would depend on the guy friend because I feel like most of the time I was into my guy friend, so it would be awkward. Okay, like say like you're not into him at all, like it was like unlike then, you yeah, were, like, sure. As long as he's friends. a good, decent person, then yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, like if anybody, if you can vet anybody, it would be your friends and be like, yeah, yeah like I wouldn't be friends with somebody who's an asshole. So like, yeah. But I think like situations like that, like you just have to kind of like approach the topic, I guess, gently, um, and. I think it varies on how close you are, like how close the people that you're considering are. Like if it's like a old ex, then maybe, you know, if like it's your friend's old ex, like, you know, it could have been years. They could not even be off limits anymore. I think you have to like literally like just ask them because someone you may think is off limits may not be. Like if someone came up to me and was like, hey, like I'm really interested, like, and um, I've been talking to like um, some guy I dated like in like, the, like the musician for example like me and the musician like have been talking and everything like that like how would you feel like if i went on a date with him be like honestly have fun um he and i like you know definitely are not a match um but like you know he's re- he's a reasonable person i guess to some people um have fun um uh, don't tell me anything about it though i don't want to know anything about y'all's relationship really um but like i wouldn't be heard about it yeah. but like, if it, like i said like if it was like the actor someone i recently just dated time has not passed enough um for that to but i also feel like that would be like a downside like at least for me like if my friend was like yeah sure like just i don't really want to hear about it though that like sucks because it's like i mean yeah. i talk to you a lot about like things that blaine and i do or what I, you know what i mean like it just comes no, up no, in I casual agree, yeah. conversation so for me that would almost be like a reason to not want to i mean like, for me i mean more like intimate details gotcha. about like like I, I got gotcha. know. I yeah. don't want to know about like the pe- like the ro- affection and romantic shit like that. Like yeah. you can leave that part out. Thank yeah, you very much. I got you. I got you. Um, but like you know, like you can talk to me about him. I'm probably not gonna. Get- it I'm- depends on who it is. Like if it was somebody like I I didn't like, and like I'm glad it ended. Then yeah, like I'm. I'm gonna have can- a more biased opinion. Yeah, I'm to like, your situations or whatever. Like if you don't come to me for advice because I'm gonna yeah. tell you to dump them. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think like you have to like gauge on like the distance and just you know approach it like you know anything else. I definitely think some that are off limits and that would be hard to kind of approach anyone would be like a work relationship. Like if it was like your coworker or like your boss. Or, like, your babysitter. I don't know. Like, somewhere where, like, someone is employed by the other person, that's a relationship that's going to get really messy. And then, like, you could possibly have to see them all the time. And there's no They're going to know them. intimate details about your life that you might not want them to know. And Yeah. Like, yeah. I am thankful that most... Here's the thing. My day job, it's all women. Don't have to worry about a single thing. Uh, my <laughs> like film job, I date within the film industry and I date actors and I date film people. And when things don't work out and then you have to work together, it's not fun. Now, granted, did I cast the actor in my film? Yes, that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> he's a, we, actually a very good actor. He's so. a good actor <laughs> and we are on good terms, so it's not awkward. Yeah. It, it's awkward when, um, like, I've been in a situation where, like, there was someone that I had, I I had like talked to in like the film industry like within my school and everything and you know we were supposed to work on something together and like I was fine but they I could t- I could read awkward vibes from them and I was just like it's not that big of a deal I don't know why you're making this like a huge deal kind of thing so I think you kind of have to just like read the room <laughs> yeah like <laughs> if you're gonna be around this person all the time and you if you can question the legitimacy of your job and like it can affect like assignments and things like that whatever it may be that's when i probably wouldn't but i am somebody who dates within like my industry not just like my singular workplace that's yeah what I'm, I'm kind of yeah. looking at yeah. yeah and you date more in the like arts anyways whereas like yeah i feel like a lot of this runs in like the forbidden love aspect like runs in to corporate? like circles well corporate could possibly but i was thinking more like friend groups i feel like a lot of time when there's like a lot of people in a friend group especially like the younger you are then everyone's into everyone and then it just becomes this whole big mess but there was a situation like in college where i was in this friend group right and i was like the phoebe other group like you could easily take me out of it (laughs) you're just kind of like there everybody else 
everybody else lived together in the same um it was a co-ed apartment like it was like two girls and two guys so they mm-hmm. all lived together i was easily removed from that situation it's fine you could just leave <laughs> you could say goodbye but god two of them started dating and i was just like no like i'm so glad i'm not in that situation because when things went wrong it was wrong for the whole environment and that's what i think you have to think about like when a workplace or was in a friend group i mean i was in a friend group like kind of like the i don't know what to call this time period of my life because it was after undergrad and before grad school that little gap year i took that little gap i was i was in a friend group and i'm no longer friends really with anybody in that group um it's the bridezilla that bitch um it was that group that i was friends with Mm -hmm. but um there was a dude in that group that had a thing for me and it was very adamant that i did not have a thing for him and he kept trying to get a thing for me and i was like dude what are you not going to get and it got to the point where like it was awkward yeah Um, it creates like an awkward tension and like no one really knows how to like act around each other and yeah just things you need to like i guess consider before you jump feet first into it we all romanticize like you know i think going from the friends to lovers arc and everything we all romanticize it because it's easy because then people can learn everything about you without you getting hurt Mm -hmm. and having to go through the whole talking stage you already know everything you know how they respond to you you know how how they yeah you know how they fight date literally all my friends let's be i date all my guy friends every guy friend i've had we've somehow dated and there's a couple that i haven't but like majority of the ones if you're like my best guy friend at some point if i call you my best guy friend we have dated like that's yeah, what it I was comes gonna down say, to at this point in my life my only uh, guy friend is my boyfriend's best friend so like, like I, I don't love, have any I, I have guy friends but none of them are my best guy friend mm-hmm. um they're just like friends like that i've met through the film industry and everything like that like we would hang out but like it's we're not ever hanging out one-on-one kind of thing yeah that's what i mean like i, I there are guys that i like know that i'm friends with but like I'm not ever really hanging out one-on-one with a guy unless it's my boyfriend. So, yeah, because Um, because like you said, when I did have a best guy friend, either I had a thing for them or they had a thing for me. And then, you know, you just there's some there. There's one that I have. I have one. He but he doesn't live here anymore. Um, There you go. So there's that's the thing. That was the downside. Like he was a great guy friend to have, but he no longer lives here. And then I'm friends with all my class, like my former classmates that are all guys. I'm friends with all them. I'm friends with a lot of guys, but like just don't have my best guy friend because <laughs> it's just really easy for me to get attached um, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and it's comfortable i think that's why a lot of people like that aspect to it as well and consistency and all of the things mm-hmm. we talked about in our boundary core words you have all of those things if you're friends with them obviously you're going to have the things mm-hmm. that you like about them and you know how they respond to things so but it's i just will easy. say i will say the the bright side of me when i dated my best guy friends was that we weren't friends through a group like it was because we like they were individual friend and i just had to lose that one person if they were if we had like a huge friend group like i've never had that i've never had like my friends group or like anything like that where it was like a bunch of people that we were all mutual friends with and everything it was always that same group of people that always hung out i've never had that i've always been the floater the social butterfly that's floated around in many different friend groups but if i did i wouldn't want to imp- like infiltrate i guess like and like ruin the dynamic of the friend group i mean i didn't call co- i had that group in college but like I never was attracted to any of them. Rarely were any of them never attracted to me. They could acknowledge that I was attractive, but it never went past, hey, that, she's yeah. really pretty. And it, they never hit on me, nothing like that. And I did like the fact that they always had my back and everything. But yeah, I I never wanted to pursue anything where it would ruin the friendship because then I wouldn't have the friend group anymore. And I really treasured having that group of friends more than I treasured being with somebody yeah. in that group. That's yeah. what it comes down to. In high school, I was in a, a – I had, like, several friend groups, but I was in a friend group. Like, had a group of girls, a group of guys. We always did things together. We, like, went to parties and all kinds of stuff like that. But everyone in the friend group dated all the guys in the friend group. And so when Ew. things went south, like, it just made it awkward. It made, like yeah. – It made, like, group gatherings awkward. It it, there was tension there was it was just it was just weird it was just yeah. you know i just like you said like i personally respect my friendships more than just some like dude that i think is hot yeah. in a bar like i just i don't want to go there because i 
you know, it's especially now, like having a bunch of friends is like not always the case. Like the older I get, the less friends that I have just because of like time and like what I'm putting my energy into and Mm -hmm. just people grow apart and people move. And so like friendships are very special to me. So like, in my opinion, like why would I want to risk losing someone so important? But then also sometimes friends are flaky. So, you know, there's, there's two sides to every story. I think like when you're trying to like figure out, like if you actually have feelings for somebody who could potentially be off limits, I think like you kind of have to realize that like your romantic attraction is not the same as like like your logic and like basic compatibility so like it's possible to definitely catch feelings for somebody who is terrible for you and not a good fit and like completely off limits however it's when you act on it like we've been saying like that's when like you have to basically decide like you can't help it like if you do have a crush like on your friend's ex or someone yeah. in your friend group but it's your choice whether you act on it and i think we be both we have both chosen not to act on it mm-hmm. um and that's probably saved a lot of the stuff in our life now granted we're not telling you, you can't do this like yeah i mean everybody it's your own priority it's your, your own, own prerogative yeah. yeah it's your own um prerogative like it's completely your choice but i think you have to consider like the consequences like of it obviously and if someone tells you not to date like their relative or their coworker or even a former partner or whatever it may be they have that right like they completely have that right they're not acting like irrational or anything like that or like come on like it's been years like get over it no you don't get to say that point blank you don't get to say that um they can it's their partner it's their relative it's like whoever it may be it's their uncle you know they have that right (laughs) your parents had the right to tell you not to date their 40 year old friends um what you do with that is your own like you like you said like you kind of if you decide to like uh go against their you know wishes or whatever because you might and you know it might work out you might end up married with kids and everyone ends up loving each other and all everyone's so happy for you and all that but like you just have to like (laughs) know that like like we said there's two sides to every uh choice you know so you might and I might not end up that way, and you might just have to live with the consequences of choosing that. So I think if you're choosing and you're chasing someone who is unavailable, you have to be cognizant of the feelings of others involved, and like ultimately, like it's your love life. But like you, I think it's just necessary to put yourself in other people's shoes, and maybe that's just the empath in me. But like I would always consider like no matter what, like someone else's like feelings for it. Um, oh yeah, and definitely. I, I think the I think one thing to do, probably like before, kind of just diving in, and you know, you think you're attracted to this person. Like, how do I really know? Like, if this is like something that we should continue and pursue and everything, find out like if it's actual like romantic attraction or if it's like lust mm-hmm. in a way. So mm-hmm. like basically like when you think of this person, are your thoughts just like oh like they're really cute and it's fun, you know? having someone to be with and it's better than being alone or is it you know they're so great i feel like we really had this deep connection we have so much in common and i think there really could be something there that second one that's romantic attraction and i think that's something that if you broke it down to your friend like say like you bring it up late in the game like your friend had done to you um and bring it up late in the game like you know like we've been just getting to know each other and we realize how much like we have in common like we and I think I may be in love with them depending on who it is and the person that the person's boundary that's been established. Like they may be more willing to come around to it because they see like, it's not just like a fling kind of thing. Like you're not going to just leave them in six months. Um, it's like serious, like, and like it's love. And I always think of like, you have never watched friends. So like you, wouldn't Oh, it's notice. on my, it's on my list on HBO Thank Max. God. It's Thank on my God. list. <laughs> Thank God. I'm going to watch but, it. Like, um, so can I sp- – you know all about the relationships in it then. I'm not going to spoil I anything I don't really you. know anything about friends. So like – I, I, I pretend I do. I don't. So can I just go ahead and say something and not spoil it for you? Like, yeah, I mean I, there's 20 million seasons. It's fine. Okay. Everybody knows Ross, Rachel, all that. And oh, Monica yeah, yeah, Chandler. yeah. I know that Monica, one. I know yeah, that one. And Monica and Chandler and everything. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when Ross finds out that Monica and Chandler are dating like – everybody's freaking out because they're afraid how ross is going to react because ross is monica's brother um and chandler's ross's best friend they're all freaking out how ross is going to react and when chandler says i'm in love with her he's like 
I didn't know it was love. Like it's yeah. different because he thinks like Chandler's like just gonna screw over his sister, but he's like, I didn't realize like you loved her. Like that's completely different. Mm-hmm. Like I it's, think that's what I you have to goes, consider. Yeah, and I think it goes back to like <laughs> communication and like being open and honest and like if someone had done that to me, like if if this had situation had happened at where I like somebody I know dated my ex and we were still really good friends and they came and they sat and they're like, Hey, like, listen, like I really am in love with him. Like blah, 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 blah. Again, I still think it would sting and it would be weird, but Mm -hmm. in the long run, like obviously me and that person were not meant to be together. I'm not going to be with them. I'm not going to marry them. I'm not going to have a family with them. So like I would be able to move on from it. Okay. So we've talked about dating your friend's ex, but what about dating your ex's friend? Ooh, so it's I like no. So it's like you're on. The, it's like the other side of that situation. Yeah. Right. So like you're the yeah. one. You're the one. I yeah. guess dating like the, like mm. your ex is friends with this one person, and that person wants to date you. So it's their friend's ex. But it's your ex's friend. Wow, that is like <laughs> that is like a mind blowing. That took me so long to connect the dots. So we have guy one and girl one dated, dated. right? Breakup, and then right? guy two wants to guy date. two wants to be with girl one, right? So that's his friend's ex, but that's her ex's friend. So like they're like double off limits. It's just the it's the same scenario of the friend's ex, but it's from the other person's point of view. Yeah. Because you got to think about that sometimes. Because yeah. some girls, some guys come into your life for you to meet their homies. I'm just saying and sometimes, so like, ho- sometimes you just don't know until you meet all the friends. And then you're like, hold and so up. You, I'm thinking about this from the other person's POV. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that relationship like? Because here's the thing. You had to consider, like, okay. Like, so do you have to tell your ex that you're dating the friend? Or does the friend have to tell the ex? It's the friend has to tell the ex. The friend has to tell the ex. I why I I owe my ex nothing. If it, it depends on how it ended. If it ended well and you're friends with your ex, that's a completely different scenario. I think. I maybe. Yeah, I'm not friends with my ex, so I don't think I would be talking to him. I mean, I'm not going to choose any of my ex's friends because. Oh, um, me neither. Doctor, I already no. have. I'm. But I'm literally I'm not, not. But. But I'm also thinking because I mean everybody I. If we really looked at my relationship circle, so many people know each other. It's ridiculous. So this is something that I might I This is a possibility for me. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to work it out in my head. Yeah. But. Like, are there still consequences? Yes. I think. Yes. For you as if, as the, be, being the ex, I don't think there's anything for you had to worry about unless you are like, here's my thing. You're not only friends with your ex if you're like, you still have feelings for them or you never had feelings for them. Let's be honest. That's the only reason you're friends with the ex. But uh, yeah, I think the person you're like your ex's friend has to be prepared to lose that friendship because I feel like that's going to happen. I don't know how often that happens with guys though. Like how often like are they like losing friends because I feel like like do they lose friends or are they just like yeah bro it's fine like they just ain't close anymore like, or or they're just not close. Like I feel like it would yeah. just be like they're just not close. Yeah. I don't know, man. I hear of more guys dating their friends' exes than girls dating their their friends exes that's a good question to ask in the men tell all we shall ask when, yeah which we is gonna be coming ask. soon i, I mm-hmm. fucking promise it's gonna come soon yes huh interesting i know I, I i think it depends on the level of friendship and i think it depends on the level of of x like yeah. how serious that relationship was yeah. like if y'all just talked and like briefly dated and it wasn't anything serious then probably it's fine but if like you almost have to like sit down and like break it down and like figure out why they're considered off limits. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that took a lot of brain power, but it makes sense now. Like, okay, I could see how they might be considered like off limits. Like, if it was like if if you were dating somebody and it was like a serious like relationship, like I'm talking, I love you's were exchange kind of thing, and it's like your homie, like your best fucking friend. Don't fucking go there. <laughs> I don't feel like I need to spell that out. But if it's like, oh, we talked for like four months, like that's, and it's like a dude that you hang out like with when you go to parties. Yeah. Like if there was possibility that like there was going to be like a wedding or like you could, you, you saw okay, it going there. If you know person one's, we're not talking about the ex, we're not talking about the friend. If you know person one's family, no, don't do it. Ooh. If you've met their parents, don't do it. If you know family, don't do it. Because then you not only are breaking up with that person, you're breaking up the family. So yeah, yeah. If, I, I think you like. I think you really just have to sit down and be like, okay, are the consequences worth 
what could potentially be because you know, like when you get into a relationship with someone, you really don't know what's going to happen. Like you could think that you're going to marry this person. They are your person. And then, you know, you don't. And then not only have you lost that person, you've also lost your friend. So I just think that you kind of have to weigh like what the potential outcome could be from like making that decision. But again, like you do you, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. And I think like, don't, if you're listening to this and you're like panicking now, <laughs> like I don't think, don't beat yourself up. I feel like this is so common. Oh, um, it is so common to like think that someone is cute or like yeah. be interested or like they make you laugh and they make you feel good. So like obviously you're going to be more attracted to them. Like I think it happens yeah. all of the time. It's just, yeah, you have to de- kind of decide like, is it worth going there? Or are you just kind of going to like whatever? Or are you really even interested? Like you said, so. Like, I could acknowledge that I'm friends with a girl and her husband is deliciously beautiful. Um, <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. You know exactly who I'm talking about. You know exactly who I'm talking about. He's hot. Yeah. He's hot and he knows he's hot. He used to be a model. Anyways, um, would I ever go there? Probably not because I know how in love and devoted they were to each other that it would feel like I was impeding on a... I don't know, even close to that girl. Like, I know. It would feel like... It would feel yeah, like even was, if they like you know like weren't together anymore or something like you probably still would be like eh, eh. like I know how much like y'all loved each other like yeah. it feels weird now yeah um and I don't know intimate details about your marriage it's it's just a different playing field I think like for girls because there's just so much loyalty and like trust trust built into a female friendship that like it just changes a lot of things and how you view like I can acknowledge all day that that man is gorgeous but like I would never act on that like. Well, That's and like, in me personally, like, I don't think I would want to act on something that like could, could just be like a fling. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, it would have to be like a very special person for me to do that. Yeah. And I think that's how most people are. I, mm-hmm. I, I hope at least. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that as we're growing older, um, especially like as you get out of college, I think you emotionally start to mature and you just like, I just feel like our generation, like there's a lot of growth happening and I feel like respect is something that's really high. Being trustworthy is like Mm -hmm. a, like a really high, like value of our generation. And what if your friend or your sibling dated somebody you hated, like you hated prior to them dating? Here's my thing about hating people. (laughs) And this is me talking to me. Because there's really only one. There's really it's like your Aries sun and Scorpio moon. Like there's say bullshit. really truly, like I say, I hate that person a lot. But it's just me chatting. Like there's really only one person in this world that I just despise. But here's my thing: everyone has room to grow and change. They may not. They may still suck. However, if my sibling was dating someone that I hated. In the or past. what if your friend? What if your friend was dating or somebody? If that you, you were dating somebody that I hated in the past, the past is the past. I've learned this from my boyfriend. The past is the ha- past. You cannot worry about it. I would give that person a chance. I would try to start with like a clean slate and not hold any prior bias. But what? what I am an Aries, so what if the person has a bad reputation? Current bad reputation, or like had a bad reputation? Both. I don't know. <laughs> if they had a bad reputation, I still would give them the benefit of the doubt that, you know, growth has been made or they've, True, you know. True, because I did do that with your current boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Or um, if it was a current bad reputation, I would let my, if it was my sibling or you, like, have you know, I would meet them and ask you all of the reasons why you actually <laughs> think this is a good idea. <laughs> and I would try, I would try to be accepting of your decision because i love you and and i would let you um i would just keep an eye you know keep an eye on you make sure everything's okay you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know mm-hmm. i just i 
I really do think that we live in like a cancel culture world and I don't like that Mm -hmm. about our generation. And I don't know why we are that way because Mm -hmm. I think that everyone has room to learn from their mistakes. And Mm -hmm. if you're not given the opportunity to grow from your mistakes, then you're Mm -hmm. not going to make them Mm -hmm. and you're going to be fearful and you're going to live your life like on eggshells. And I don't think that's how we should live life. I think we should Mm -hmm. be able to make mistakes and then they're pointed out to us. You suck it up and you make a change. Like that's kind of just how I think it should be. I don't think canceling people is the right way to do it because I think it deters them from wanting to make a change and just makes people more angry. So that's my soapbox. Yeah. But But I agree with that. Like, for example, like with the doctor, I I hate him. And rightfully so. See, I mean, but like, I'm not like if he I'm not going to cancel him, but like, like. I, I hope that he can learn to change. Yeah. And and, but like I'm, I, like, and he can learn to change. I'm still not going to like him. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like the thing is, it's like it's hard, especially if it's a fresh wound, even if it's a couple of years, if it really like traumatized you, it's hard. It's hard to let go of that like negative feeling towards them. You're always going to think when you hear that name, you're always going to think about what happened and what was done to you. So mm-hmm. it is hard to like accept someone changing and growing and you don't have to, you don't have, that person doesn't have to be in your life. Cause like what I think about is I've been friends with a guy before who dated, talked to you for a quick second. And, but then it's also dated two of my former friends before. And it's like, I, when he dated the first friend, I could have completely wrote him off how he's like, when he talked to you, I could have completely wrote him off and been like, no, he's a sucky fucking person. But like, it was the first one was like in high school when he like talked to you it was like early years of college and then when he dated my former other friend uh it was after college like we were in our mid-20s kind of thing and i was like time has progressed he's probably a different person he probably doesn't suck ass he did still suck ass um but you know i gave him the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. so kind of thing like that so i think like when like if you don't like your friend's partner or whatever and like while I do believe in solidarity and everything, yeah. I think that everybody's experience with people is completely different and you kind of just have to kind of trust your intuition. Um, if you are dating somebody who has a bad reputation, like trust your own intuition in that. And like you can confront that person. Like if you're dating somebody who has a bad reputation and like you're none of your friends like them. I always think of like Spencer Pratt and Heidi Montag from the Hills. <laughs> like, um, like you can confront Heidi could have confronted Lauren and been like, why don't you like Spencer kind of thing like that? You can confront them and just be like, you know, why don't you like them? And then confront the person you're dating and be like, okay, I've heard X, Y, and Z about you. I want to hear your side of the story. Like I've heard everybody else's side of the story. I want to hear your side of the story kind of thing. And so I think that's the kind of just having that, those boundaries kind of like lowered for a bit and be like, okay, why is this boundary here? Mm-hmm. Can we can we open this dialogue of discussion? Right. Why there is this animosity towards one another? Because while I want to say solidarity to you, my friend, I also want to have solidarity to this person that I have interest in because I can be protective of both people. Oh, and I want to yeah. know, I want to know, I don't want to have to get in the middle of those two things and have to worry about that. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. I think you just have to kind of, um, I think keeping like an open mind to the whole scenario is a good way to go about it. If you're really unsure whether or not like this is a good idea, keeping an open mind about it and acknowledging why you don't feel like it's a great idea. If you're, I, I don't know with me, I am so, not that I like care about what other people think cause I don't, but I want to make sure that I don't offend anybody. Like, especially friends. Like if somebody yeah. like truly like did you wrong and like the person and like, it's someone that I'm dating. Like, I don't want to hurt my friend, but I also don't like, I have feelings for this person and I don't want to hurt them either. Mm-hmm. So I try to go about it with a state of grace and yeah. just hear mm-hmm. everybody out. But also at the end of the day, just filtering out all those comments to see how it affects you. Yeah. And I think that's the only thing you can do. So I guess for our survival tip, cause I feel like this is a great way to wrap this whole episode up is considering like is it worth it so when it comes to going out with someone who's off limits the only person i think who can really decide that is you yeah truly only determine what's best for you and while you can filter in other thoughts it's only going to come down to your opinion at the end of the day and you are the grand jury who can decide this case Mm -hmm. um 
don't make a pros and cons list. If you had to make a pros and cons list, that aren't red flag, that should, yeah, black, should, black, fucking, black flag. Is that a thing? The checkered flag, like the end of, it's the end of the race. You should not have to make <laughs> it's a the end of the race. <laughs> I hate. Pro, I've had to make pros and cons lists for my friends before. For dating, and I'm like, like for a yes. dating person. Yes, oh, they no, couldn't no, decide. No. They couldn't decide they should break up this person, and they couldn't decide they could should date that person. I was like, if we are weighing M and M's, like each, <laughs> that was what we did. That was what we did. We used an M M&M, and M, like red M and M's for cons, green M and M's for pros. And I was like, if we are having to weigh M and M's, this is not the reason. Like, you should break up with a person, or you shouldn't date that person. Like, there's better. There's better than weighing M and M's. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, Patreon, which is patreon.com slash thegalsguide, and on our personal social media, which will be linked in the show notes. Also, leave us a review on iTunes. Give us five stars and leave us a happy little note, and you might be shouted out in the next episode. It really helps us out, gals. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.